This episode of the Local Hustlers podcast is brought to you by Audible. If you're listening to this podcast right now, then I'm going to assume that you would also enjoy listening to audiobooks. Whether you're interested in business, history, comedy, science fiction, or romance, Audible has thousands of titles for you to choose from. We want you to try out Audible for free, so if you head to our link, you'll get a 30-day free trial and a free book. So go to audibletrial.com slash local hustlers podcast to redeem your trial today. Again, that's audible, A-U-D-I-B-L-E, trial.com slash local hustlers podcast. You're listening to the Local Hustlers Podcast, your go-to source for connecting with small businesses and entrepreneurs in the East Valley. Get ready to be inspired by local entrepreneurs as they share their stories, mindset, best tips, and advice. And now, your co-hosts, Dallin and Eric Huso. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Local Hustlers Podcast. This week, we're super excited to be here with Emmy Saavedra with the Champions Institute. How's it going, Emmy? Wonderful. Nice to meet you guys. It's great to have you. You're doing great work. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. Take a few minutes before we jump into the business and give us a little bit of a background on your life. Sure thing. So I would like to talk about the Champions Institute because that's our baby. So we conceived the Champions Institute. We launched this year. It's an educational company. Our mission and the vision is really to create future leaders of the world that lead with love, courage, and excellence. So what we do best is to tap into everyone's full potential to be at their greatest. So they have all the resources they need to be successful, whether it's success in their personal life or professional life, but we are the ones source for all of them. And so we intend to share that with as many human beings as we possibly can in the world. So we are global in that nature. Awesome. Tell us uh, what events in your life has kind of led you to wanting to start something up like this. Oh my gosh. So I'd always been in the pickup people business. I grew up and I was born in the Philippines. So I came to the country okay. 32 years ago as a registered nurse. So I've always been in the field of people business yeah. at the same time, caring for people, serving them. And eight years ago, I delved into personal growth and development. And inside that world, I really realized like, my gosh, if that was all I got and I got so much out of you know, learning and training is like, this is what the world needs. And so I think that started the the seed of really seeing myself at my greatest, that I can actually be the source of empowering people to be that way is to be at their greatest potential as they're created to be. I'm as well, very spiritual based. My, my faith is very deep and I am truly believing this is my purpose. And now I have this opportunity because we created the company and it's been doing amazingly great. And so we're very clear about our purpose and mission. That's awesome. And how long were you a nurse for? I've been a nurse for over 32 years too. Wow. wow. Yes. And, you know, it had provided the greatest training ground for me in interacting with people, communication. At the same time, my husband is an orthodontist. So okay. we are also in the field of dentistry. So medical, dental, that's my world. And I did marketing for the offices. We own five offices in the Valley and also in Southern California. And so when I was doing marketing, it's like, my gosh, this is a huge need is for people to learn how to be comfortable. How can they even sell? Because life is all about sales, right? And so I was marketing at one point to 150 offices and more than half of them were cold market. So I was there knocking on the door, talking to the front desk people, winning myself in and then now in the world of business, everybody needs a training because sales is actually really fun and pleasurable and can, can make a real big difference for, 
families as well. So that's awesome. my passion. That's cool. Yeah, I was going to ask kind of what the transition was from going from a nurse to, to where you are now. So it sounds like you started to, was it with your husband, you said, helping with other dentist offices? It was, but it started with uh, being involved in direct sales. Okay. So when I was a nurse, somebody somebody pitched me into the health and wellness industry selling you know, health products. And so that started my world. I actually grew up in a family full of entrepreneurs because when you grow up in a third world country, it's either you are an entrepreneur or you become a peon of someone. You can never move far along. So our entire family were in the world of business. And I thought that I don't want to be like them. I want to get out of the country and become Mm. someone else. And so nursing was the first most feasible, viable avenue for me. I was actually the first nurse in our family. And so I came to this country then went into MLM, and that's where I really recognized, like, dude, entrepreneurship is so great. It's like to get away from the world of J-O-B and having freedom. At, at the same time, I recognize it's a hustling business. You cannot just do it, like put in your eight hours and be gone and expect so much money. And so that started entrepreneurship for me and then my husband's business as well. So I dealt into that. And then through personal growth and development, it's like, and I don't want to keep on working at J-O-B of 9 to 5, yeah. even 12-hour shifts as a nurse. It's like there has to be a better way of serving the patients and the human beings in the world. And so business is really the way to go. And so my passion is having someone, people really get access to being free, mm-hmm. free to be who they want to be, free to create whatever they want to have and have the resources. So I am the source. So I can claim that I'm the source. Yeah. Uh, let's dive back into the time in the Philippines a little bit, if you don't mm-hmm. mind. So you mentioned in third world countries, mm-hmm. uh, you're either an entrepreneur or you're mm-hmm. a peon to somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I like to refer to that as necessity entrepreneurs. Like mm-hmm. if you want to feed your family, you'll make something and sell it or buy, you know, you'll, that that's the life uh, of any kind of survivorship in, in a third world country like that. Um, did you have role models in the Philippines mm-hmm. that showed you by their demonstration of entrepreneurship what it was like to be a successful entrepreneur? And could you talk a little bit about that? And do you still have family and connections back there mm-hmm. that you're mentoring as well and, and helping a, along that journey to be a little more successful in the world of entrepreneurship? So I guess it's a two-part question there. Yeah, and it's really actually really good. Thank you, Eric, because that actually takes me to a deeper inquiry and remembrance of what it's like, right? So when I said I grew up in a family of entrepreneurs, they really are. Like we used to own a soda company, like one of the biggest distributors. You can say that it's like a Coca-Cola competitor. So we started in that as well. And some of my families, I still have a lot of families and really great friends who are very successful entrepreneurs. In fact, one of our relatives is actually one of the wealthiest and in the third world country it's hard to really gauge how much are you really worth right and so growing up i always see that and what was the common thread of everyone is hard work hard hard work and the difference between doing business in a third world country in a developing country is that it's really hard to trust people so you end up doing the business yourself nine to five you know there's no days off that's what i learned number one is that you work really hard Number two, you have to persist and persevere. And there's a lot of pain inside that as well, because why? You need to learn how to hustle. You really learn how to hustle. And it's, there's also, it's also a culture where there's a lot of corruption. 
and bribery. So you also need to learn the game of how to adapt to a culture. And so that was the part that was that attractive to me. However, I really fully see that to move ahead in life, it's either you're a winner or you become somebody of a winner. And so if you want to be a winner and have a great family, have great resources, have anything you want to be comfortable, even to get by, business is really the way to go. And so growing up, um, the samples are with my family members, but the one that stuck out to me the most is really growing up with powerful women. My mom was the one who led our companies and I, you know, a very strong, loving aunt raised me because my parents were too busy. And so inside that world, I really got the role of women, entrepreneurs and the power of women. And now I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm the global business connector for the Women's Speakers Association in Arizona. And so I got to see more, right? The power of a women's energy as a group, as a collective is super powerful. And I know that I got all this from when I was young, growing up and really seeing how people survive and thrive. And a lot of people in third world countries, you'll be surprised, are really just getting by. And it's very, very difficult to get ahead unless you have connections. Now we're going to the power of connection because hmm. what they say, network is your net worth, right? The power of connection, that is huge. And seriously, it's really about hard work. You can work smart, right? Like here in this country, we are privileged to say work smart, not hard. You actually really do work hard to get smart, yeah. right? Yeah. And so... Yeah, so that is really a great history going back. So Eric, I love your inquisitiveness about what it's like in another part of the countries and what it's like because this is going to help a lot of your audience as well. Yeah, let's do another transition point. So you mentioned that you know your network is critical. Mm-hmm. Uh, that phrase, your network is your net worth. And you made a conscious decision to leave the Philippines where you had your network. Mm-hmm. You had family members, mentors that were successful entrepreneurs, but you saw something in the Philippines that had you decide that, hey, I've got better opportunities in the United States. So Mm -hmm. can you walk us through that transition of how you uh, wrestled with that decision to leave the Philippines and start your entrepreneurial life or even your nursing career first, Mm -hmm. really, though, uh, here in the United States? Sure thing. So we're going to touch on another point, which is really amazing. It's about dreams. So when I was young, I could see the world around me. Like when you're in a third world country, there's really no middle class. There's either upper class or lower class. Mm -hmm. And I never liked the sense that lower people, the Filipinos themselves are the maids, the servants. They're the ones who are really grinding, working for the business people. So I didn't really like that part of it. Like we're spoiled there. Like somebody will put on your slippers for you. Somebody will give you a glass of water. I was never comfortable in that world because I've always been a reader. And when I read, it's all about the Western civilization, you know, the Western world, America. And so in my head, it's like, I really want to live in this country. So I grew up dreaming that I would speak English to myself. Even when I'm alone, I would speak English just to really hone my English, right? And trust me, the Philippines is predominantly English speaking. We learn English from kindergarten on, right? And so let's talk about dreams. So 
when you your dream is bigger than yourself, than your present situation, you'll do whatever it takes. And for me, it's all about being independent. I've recognized what it's like to be sheltered, being provided for, being everything set up for you. You can just easily marry a rich, wealthy man and you're set for life. But that was not me, right? And so when I came to this country, having the opportunity as a nurse, I intentionally wanted to pick a state and a city where I have no relatives so I could really do it on my own. Mm. And this is self-generating, right? So I really recognize that, that every one who wants to be successful have to self-generate the desire to be independent to learn to really go through the process of pain learning and growing and developing so i believe that was really the journey eric is to be not part of the mold but be a distinction of my own creation and so i intentionally wanted to build everything from nothing right? Not depending on any family. I never asked money. I never accepted any money from my family, even starting out as a nurse here, making $13 an hour, right? Living in a dormitory with two other people in a room, just like six, you know, 500 square foot room. So I went through that, but I actually wanted it. And it created the person who I am right now. Yeah. It's beautiful. What, a, what an amazing story. And I just want to point out something because uh, you know, some might not have the courage that you demonstrated to leave your country, to leave your family, to leave your comfort zone, to come to a state where you didn't have a single relative, where you wouldn't have any help. Like that might seem overwhelming to a lot of people. But I want to point out something that anyone can do that you did. Mm -hmm. And the principle is you had a dream and you took intentional action on it. You took steps and those steps don't have to be huge giant leaps of faith, they can be millimeter steps. And so I want to point that out, that the path of an entrepreneur is having that dream and then realizing that dream through intentional action, whatever that might be, daily, small step, intentional action. True. And while you're at it, right, I want to point out that to be intentional also takes for you to be at your best. I've always done my best. I've always excelled in school. And I also had been through a lot of classes where I'm not the top of my class and yet it's okay because I really wanted to do the best. And so for me, how to be able to get out of the country with velocity and speed is to really, how can I make myself stand out? So I studied so hard in nursing school. I was the top, I was the number five in the entire country when it comes to the nursing boards, right? So that put me ahead of everyone else. And so I want to have the people know that being at your best and always having that standard will always pay big rewards, Eric. And there's nothing like being self-fulfilled inside that and having faith in oneself and never giving up no matter what. It's beautiful. Thank you. What's your advice to someone who maybe has had their dreams crushed in the past or doesn't feel like they're at their best um, and isn't at, that, at, at a spot in life where they feel like they can immediately take action, um, whether they have current dreams that they don't feel like they can reach or they just are at a place where they don't even feel like they have dreams and, and goals in life? Um, do you ever come across people like that? And, and if so, what's kind of your advice for that? My one advice is, of course, it's easier said than done. Never yeah. give up. And to me, what really can, the tipping point when you get to that 
point is to really take on the journey of self-growth and development. Really take that on, training oneself, train hardest on yourself rather than we say work hard on your business, but you actually need to work hardest on yourself. And that means to say, how can you make yourself a warrior? How can you see past your limitations? It takes inquiry, the willingness and the desire, right? And and some people don't even know that it's available, that they have to do that. So what our job is, is to really surround ourselves with people who are dynamic, who are successful, and who can really share selflessly all the tips they can mentor you. And to which we always say the most successful in the world are actually selfless, more selfless with their advice and wisdom. Hmm. And so make yourself that your tribe is all there to promote you because all that art is just part is the growing pain of wanting to be successful right and so number one never give up on your dream and number two always really look is it realistic is it really what you want because if it's calling to your heart that's the purpose that i believe in god and so that's the purpose that's been planted there for you and so we gotta meet that opportunity halfway because it's just not given to us just like mana from where. But when you meet it halfway and do your part, really big things will happen. You believe so, Eric? I do. Mm. I do. I've seen it in my life and I've seen it in countless others. And it's critical that you do get really clear on what your unique gifts are mm-hmm. that you've been given. Mm-hmm. And that you seek to, de- to develop those, to refine those and to share those. So when you are actively... learning and growing and refining and seeking excellence and using those gifts for the benefit of others. It's amazing what happens. Mm -hmm. And the wish is awesome that you brought that up because I always think intellectually we can rationalize everything. We can think things through. At the same time, this goes to your question, Dallin, is that we really need to tap into our inner soul and self and spirit because it's all in here. Right, So the mind and the soul and the spirit have to work together. One cannot excel much without the other. And so people who are not used to tapping into their inner strength and soul and spirit, this is probably going to be stretching them a little bit to hear about this. But trust me, if they learn to do that exercise, like take that on and really tap into yourself as well as your brain, it's amazing What? gets done and what gets accomplished right yeah so So we've already touched on a couple cool and important topics are these all principles that you guys are teaching with the champions institute yes at the champions institute we give them the tools the tools on how to be successful with velocity so one of our leading courses is how to close more sales in less time like you can actually know how to close a client or connect to another human being in less than 90 seconds so we, we teach that methodology. Now that is time-tested, proven, scientifically validated, right? With white papers to support the methodology. And we use the technology called Bank, B-A-N-K, and to which I'm a master trainer with that. I actually brought one of the biggest group of trainers to the company. And up to this day, I still need to see a methodology that is just as fast, as simple, as unique, and yet super effective because... If you cannot connect with the other person, then there's no business, there's no communication, there's no relationship. And businesses, every business arise from relationships, 
Do you agree? Absolutely. And in less than 90 seconds, can you give us a little insight into this bank methodology? Sure. So inside the bank technology, it's a matter of tapping into the four personality types in every human being. So we can do that with a card, a set of cards that they can just present and say, hey, Eric, before we start this meeting, can you do me a favor? Arrange the card in order with their information to what is the most important to you down to the least important to you. Hmm. This will help me serve you better, understand you more, and save us both time today. And then you'll shuffle through the card, Eric, by the time you give it back to me, I know exactly how to pitch to you, how to speak to you, how to connect to you based on what's valuable to you. It is what you call speaking according to the values of the other person, right? And so we do it physically, or we can do it digitally, or we can do it through the artificial intelligence. We call it the AI. We can do that through LinkedIn in seconds, in two clicks. You can really tell the personality code of a a person as they are arranged according to their sequence. And so when you're trained, you know exactly what to say to him, to what will be a yes. So the whole point is like, how can you win someone over with a yes? You can win anybody over if the other person has the experience of being heard or seen or understood. And so this technology allows anyone to access it. All they need to do is to learn it. And that is why we call ourselves Accelerator Course with the Bank Fundamentals as our premier course leading to even more because you got to master how to connect. If we cannot master connection, then there's not much to build from. There's no trust. There might not be like, and there's no knowing of the other person, right? So what matters is the other person telling you exactly who they are and how they want to be spoken to and how they are listening and what to look out for in your speaking. That's actually like a cheat hack, yeah. a very easy, simple, <laughs> right? And are these literal physical cards that yeah, you give them? Yeah, we have physical and, cards. And are people open to it? Or do you, do you get any resistance? Like, why would I put these forth? Like, I thought we were talking about this yes. or that. Like, are, what's people's general response when you hand them the cards? You'll be surprised at this. This card had been created more than 20 years ago. And so in all those 23 years, nobody had ever said no to the cards because Why? Number one, the scripting is arranged according to the person's personality code. More than anything, it touches on the four personality types. So it doesn't matter what type you are, Eric, there's something in the card in my script, in my speaking that will touch you, that will have you hear me. Number two, who do you think is the most important subject in any person, with any person? It's about themselves. Mm. So that card will have, the person will never say no to it because the card actually will let the other person know more about who they are. There's no more interesting human being to a person than the person himself. So it's very non-threatening. It's actually a game changer because it opens up a lot more conversations. And I'll give you an example. I was with a billionaire. So I was just like, hey, come on, Andrew, take this game. Let's do this. And at the end, he was like, my gosh, this is like a fortune teller. You're like a fortune teller. <laughs> you know exactly what, how I process my buying decision. Like people process information and how they make buying decisions, right? So that in itself tells me exactly what's important to Eric that will make Eric buy my product. And I cannot mistake one for the other because then that will be a no, yeah. Right. So it's very important to know that about the other person. And this is the fastest, the quickest way. 
And did you come across this as you were selling to a different orthodontist office and dentist office? And when you said you were cold calling and knocking mm-hmm. on doors and talking to office managers, like you'd just walk in and and would you use this on, on a first meeting or is this a second meeting? Like talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I will tell you exactly before the technology and after I learned it. So before the technology, I was working hard to connect with people. I would have to go back, sometimes get hurt, like people don't understand me. But since I learned the system while I was working in dental, in the dental field, I really recognized like, my gosh, this has actually saved me so much time. The conversion rate to this is more than up to 300%, right? So if you can have 75% more success over the 25%, that's cool. I actually have a realtor who made $250,000 last year. And this year in nine months, she upped her income to a million dollars in commission because she learned and had been become competent on how to speak to the other person based on their personality sequence, right? It's really just learning about the other person. And so in dentistry, I will tell you something too. The moment we integrate this in our every client in our patient that comes in the door we have them fill out the paper like arrange them one two three four what's most like them and so at that point we now know how to orchestrate or how to create their experience in the office for them so let's just say a high action person we will make sure that we give them the best the best water it can't be any branded water it will be a fiji water right an action person will need to see before and after picture and they have to be fast and quick and be gone bottom line sales with the blueprint one of the other personality types we need to make sure that they see the whole the wall of credentials we need to make sure that they know what we're gonna do from a to z they need to know the sequence now with the nurturing we do it a different approach we we take the nurturing client or patient to meet our team our community we want to to see that we are one tight community, that we care about people and relationships. And then with the last personality type called the knowledge, we make sure that we have time for them to ask a lot of questions. So we actually have the dentist, the orthodontist come to the office, talk to the patients face to face and explain everything. Because every one of the personality type will buy differently and they have a different style and design. So. That's just an example of how we are applying it in our offices as well. That's a great example. Yeah. Clear examples. That's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So a question on that. Could it get overwhelming to tailor uh, for a company to tailor your needs to all these different customers and their personality types? Or do you ever recommend that these companies start targeting maybe one specific personality type that they would um, connect best with? Uh, actually, no. I would say that this is so simple. Mm-hmm. All you need to know is to make sure you can, like, you know, you can actually obtain a person's personality code, like I said, in two minutes or three minutes, uh-huh. and then just train the people, train them how to communicate. Very fun. The most fun training I've ever, ever had in my whole life, to be very honest with you, right? So train them. It's not a rocket science. It's a matter of getting educated and connecting the dots and just having fun with it. Yeah. Because people are fun if you can connect with them, right? The awkwardness comes from not being connected yeah. and they put the curtain down the wall. But in this case, if you master and learn the technology, 
Life is so much more fun. Mm-hmm. Families thrive. We actually have also used this in relationships where we actually have prevented suicide cases. Wow. You know, like the millennials, let's talk about that because I know you're going to touch on that, right? A whole different spectrum of conversation. The new generation now do have a challenge in communicating and connecting to people. That's why suicide rates are high because number one cause is that these people are suffering inside. They don't feel like they, the world understand them. They cannot self-express themselves. So what happens when you're deep into your own world? Not many good things happen when you're having monologues all the time. So the bank technology allows parents to understand their children, allows teachers to understand the students instead of mislabeling them. And when children felt like they are heard and understood, you will see the magic that happens in their lives. So just a little example. There's so much to talk about inside that world, right? However, these are really important key points. That's why the world needs to learn this. So is the the bank's technology, is this primarily targeted at sales? Because you just brought up a couple points that, uh, you know, make it universal. You mentioned teachers with their students, and it's so easy to mislabel a student. Uh, You mentioned parents with their children. I mean, we all went to school and we all have parents, right? And so right there, it becomes a universal tool. Uh, how have you used it outside of sales and where where else do you see it really effective? So a bank was, this is the interesting part because bank was originally created for sales and designed for sales. The creator of this technology, Sherry Tree, actually was in the financial wealth business. And so she was having a hard time. She The more she learned training, sales training, the more ordinary results stays the same. But the moment she learned, studied personality like the bank, that's when she got more than 800% increase in her revenue in one year. So bank was originally designed for sales. But what really happened now in the evolution, the more you look at it, it actually speaks to everything else because it's communication. It's learning about the another person's personality type and how they communicate. And communication is the DNA of everything. The DNA of businesses, relationships, right? And even getting yourself understood. So that is the beauty of it. So it can transcend past sales. And so everybody that comes through the course gets that aha as well. Because now the moment they learn this technology as designed for sales accelerator, they apply it to their interactions with their peers. We use it for retention, recruitment, rank advancement, and also for promotions as well. So all that areas make a huge difference because think about it, what does it cost to have a new patient acquisition in our clinic? It's, it goes in five figures, right? Because our ticket value is higher in orthodontics. Our ticket value per case is between four to $8,000. So if you can get one new patient, that's huge. But if you miss the opportunity, it's a big impact. So it's a must to learn it. Okay, so if you own your own business, then chances are you've put off sleep before. 
Actually, no matter what your occupation is, I'm sure you've experienced some sleepless nights. But did you know that a lack of sleep or snoring could actually be the effects of a sleep disorder? Sleep disorders are no joke. Every year, 23.5 million people go undiagnosed from a sleeping disorder. That's why Robert Taylor started TaylorMade Sleep Services, a telehealth sleep clinic to help diagnose and treat people with sleep disorders. Taylor came on our podcast earlier this year and shared a lot of important information with us on the importance of sleep and an in-depth look at his online-based platform. TaylorMade Sleep Services focuses on educating, treating, and coaching their patients. Their professional services include remote consultations, expedited delivery of a home unit, treatment options, and prescriptions. Taylor truly has a passion for what he does, and his mission to educate and help people with sleep disorders is truly inspiring. Is there a chance that you or someone you know might suffer from a sleep disorder? You can schedule a free evaluation today by going to taylormadesleep.com or calling 480-524-8418. So I want to take a step back because it sounds like a lot of this is, is universal. Like we said, it's it's applicable not only to businesses, but to also just people in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so is that the case with the other principles and courses and things that you guys teach at the Champions Institute? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. So, awesome. So I want to first talk about what all you guys do. Let's get like a broad overview of the Champions Institute, mm-hmm. um, what you guys are providing. And then let's talk about um, how it's applicable not only for business owners, but also just your everyday individual. Mm-hmm. Totally. So, Dallin, what, who we do, who we work with inside the Champions Institute is that we don't only lead the courses, but we lead a team of expert trainers, coaches, and consultants. So we provide everything that a solopreneur will need, that every sales director who leads sales teams need. We also cater to everything that a business owner will need. So what does it mean? It sounds like a lot, right? Yeah. But this is the beauty of the Champions Institute. We have the people, the experts that we vet on, that we trust fully, that will deliver excellence. So we pick and choose the best of the best that can really serve our graduates and our clients. So there's no guessing game. We want everybody to maximize their expenses, their resources, their time. And really to me, Eric and Dallin, like everybody has the chance, equal opportunity to succeed. The question now is, how fast are you going to get there? Because you can get there in 10 years and 15 years. But what if I can teach you how to get there in a year? Would that make a huge difference for you? Because at the end of your career, you can just see your zeros adding up. And I learned something from someone really successful. He said, the biggest expense is a missed opportunity. So we teach our graduates that. And so why not? Why not learn from the best who have everything that you might need? Because we customize it according to the needs of a, of a budding entrepreneur or a successful business who's looking to grow even more. Mm-hmm. So, so it is, it's customizable, like you said, yes. depending on their needs, whether it's sales or, or are there some other big topics yes. other than sales that you primarily focus on? Totally. Absolutely. So we always believe that life is all about sales. Mm-hmm. Life is all sales. Yeah. So inside that sales, we teach leadership, we teach communication, we teach how to manage, we teach how to predict profitability, right? Like how can you save so much money and be able to predict the growth of your business by looking into certain metrics, measures, because numbers is everything. Numbers tell a story, right? We teach in ourselves that sales is not a numbers game. However, there's a place for numbers where numbers cannot lie. Numbers don't lie. And so we teach through 
We teach those through every entrepreneur, every graduate, accordingly to where they're at in their journey because everybody's needs are different, right? Everybody's strengths and weaknesses are different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love that, that everybody is a salesperson. A parent is a salesperson. You're selling your values to your children. A teacher is a salesperson. They're selling the content of the curriculum and they're selling values as well to their students, et cetera, et cetera. Yet sales also, you know, has baggage attached to it where people have had certain experiences with sales, either with a salesperson or trying to sell and, and feeling inauthentic, manipulative, whatever you want to call it. How do you help people overcome some of those barriers, those psychological barriers to seeing themselves as a success, excuse me, as a successful salesperson where they're uh, serving someone? It's so perfect. That's exactly why we created Champions Institute and Leading with a Sales Training. Because we need to debunk the mystery. To debunk the mystery that sales is a numbers game, to get more yeses, you need to get more noes. Like they actually tell you to be good at getting a no. That is so not right because if we can replace it with something better, why not? Right? And so the whole experience of sales, whether a person say or not, the negative experience of a person inside sales is because they had not been successful. They had not been given the tricks of the trade on how to be confident, on how to be charming, on how to be empathetic, on how to be a closer that can serve the client more than the person himself. So that is something we do so good at the Champions Institute. We want everyone to have a positive experience with sales because Eric, think about it. Even you have to sell yourself. For you to show up at work, you have to sell yourself. For you to brush your teeth, you have to sell yourself the idea that I need to brush my teeth. So what better way than for you to really understand yourself first, understand other people and build instant empathy. So in short, we are here to promote and increase emotional intelligence by learning more about the natural design as a person is programmed. Because if you're programmed this certain way in your communication, it doesn't mean to say that there's no hope. Once you're programmed and you're aware of it, you can reprogram yourself. But always the key point is awareness. So this is where we take each one of our client and graduate into. It's the journey of knowing thyself first and how to tap into that and then how to really know every one of your clients to the best way you can such that you connect with them and have raving fans and clients for life. That's awesome. So talk to us about what this experience looks like for a client. You've you've talked to to them in terms of graduates. So is this like an online course or are they meeting in person? Is this like a one-on-one, you know, coaching experience or is it a class they go to or or are there different options? Talk to us about, you know, what what someone can expect um, when they are a part of the Champions Institute. For sure. Thank you. And so right now because of the pandemic right uh everything is delivered virtually and you know this time is really interesting because it opened a whole new perspective of what's available and what we found out is that virtual is actually very powerful like people can save so much time in their own place right and comfortable and yet be able to see the reactions of the other audience, the participants. So we deliver everything online and we can also do live as we open up more 
there's just so much more logistical things to arrange in live trainings and it also brings up the fees a lot more we make our courses super super accessible and available and reasonable for everyone like there's no question about the roi because what did they say the cost of education is expensive try the cost of ignorance <laughs> right so this is really our principle i we want everybody to be educated and trained hands down we want everyone to be successful we want them to have a great experience with sales because sales is a beautiful thing if you really look sales is simply giving someone what they want and need and if you cannot be good at that how can you serve people it's a great question mm -hmm. And so did you set up these courses or have you had help from other specialists mm -hmm. um, to set these up? And if so, where have you kind of found and connected with these, these specialists and made sure that they were um, kind of in line with, with what you were wanting to promote and teach? Yes, perfect. So now we're going to be talking about collaboration. Yeah. That is what we're best at. We love our referral partners who we call our ambassadors. So we have close relationships with the top of the top. Like our coaches, we are... We teach sales and I would have to say, right, like I'm the best salesperson myself because I really care about people. So we're able to vet and bring in the best only. We pick and choose our partners who are going to be teaching certain specialty areas. We want to make sure that they are in line with the values we set for the company. And when I say value, I, I'm talking about integrity. I'm talking about excellence. I'm talking about a no matter what attitude. I'm talking about servant leadership. I'm talking about powerful communication that's effective. So we vet through that. And so we have a whole team. And trust me, great people always show up in their clearing if you yourself are great and standing for who you are right and we never are short of them Dallin I have to say that we've been very very blessed and very you know really anointed in this journey we're never short of the best experts and we we work with the best it has to be the culture thing like if if the values cannot align with your partner why bring them in you gotta be cognizant we're not in the world of scarcity we are overflowing with opportunities Right. And yeah. you can tell from how I speak, because this is it. We're past the playing small games. We play for the world. So we want to work with the best and keep growing with all the rest. How about that? It's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. How have you been able to connect and network with such you know, powerful and insightful people? Is it um, through online social media? Has it been in person networking groups? Give us some insights for, for someone that's looking to expand and grow their network. Mm -hmm. um, and you mentioned earlier that your network is your net worth. How have you been able to grow that network and find such good connections? Wonderful. So now we're going to talk about the power of referrals. People who like you and know you and trust you will give you their people that they love, trust, and are powerful as well. People will, people in general, human beings in general are really, have greatness and goodness in them, right? So how we get to know them is really through referrals and as well as personal connections. And so I always pick and choose who can align with me in my strength and we're perfectly in alignment in our strengths and weaknesses. So where I'm getting at is, Work with people who can help promote you to be a better you. And so at the Champions Institute, we, we know our best people through referrals and through 
intentional relationship building that is a winning formula for everyone. Look, I always tell everyone, if it's not a win-win for you, I'm not playing the game. I'm very clear about that. We are not so much for profit as much as we are about influence and impact. Profits will always come when you serve a human being. That's just the law of nature. So we are always in that principle. So we had been really, really good. When you interview Brandon, he, his book will have the top influencers that he would know. You're talking about Sir, uh, Mark Victor Hansen. You're talking about Dr. Alessandro. You're talking about the top people in the world. These are the people who can promote you. And yet, I want to emphasize that there are also people that might not be so worldly known who are just as powerful mm. and who are going to make the biggest difference for your business. So in short, we are very inclusive. We don't pick and choose only the shiniest and the newest. We always go for talent and potential. And I think that's a good lesson to teach someone is you can always bank on potential and keep working at it because that potential will blow your top. Love that. With the assumption that the values align with your values. Absolutely. Right? Perfect. Yeah. No, I love it. We just had a, a guest recently who kind of touched on the same thing that, you know, it's not about focusing on the profits, but when you focus on the impact, um, then, you know, the money eventually comes. So great to see that, that reinforced. Yeah. Um, something else you mentioned earlier that, that I liked, you talked about um, success and, you know, if, if you keep at it with business, you'll, you'll reach, you know, some form of success and, and reach your goals in a 10 to 15 year period. But when you work with someone who's kind of been through that, um, you can reach those goals a lot faster. And so a lot of people, um, are turned off or take offense to, you know, needing, you know, an assistant or needing a coach or something. Cause they, they think they can do it on their own. And it's not that you can't achieve it, but when you have help around you and you have people that have, you know, gone through those things, um, you can achieve those things a lot faster. Um, so if you could just kind of quickly touch on some of the lessons that you and, and your team have learned that help people to achieve results faster than they would be able to on their own. Totally. So the number one thing I really want to say is learn, 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 train. So when I talk about the accelerator course that we offer at the bank, at the in Champions Institute, I'm talking that one as one prime example. How does it how long does it take you to be good and confident with your speaking and communication? Does it, is it going to take you 10 years like I had before? That's why I, I got stuck in network, in uh, multi-level marketing for 13 years in one high position and could never elevate myself more. But if you learn, if you take yourself on the journey of educating yourself even more, you can shorten that time span by surrounding yourself with the right training, with the right people. And number three is leverage. We have not touched the word leverage, but leverage is really the power of where you can take yourself exponentially faster than ever before by tapping and collaborating with people of different talents and strengths. So together you're stronger and can go farther, right? So to which brings up the point of humility, you need to be humble to not to know and believe that you cannot know it all and be open-minded to receive it all. Because a lot of times the ego is in the way, Eric, and I'm sure you've seen enough of those. The ego and the I know it all doesn't cut it if you want to be super successful, right? So the humility of knowing that you need a team around you, you need to learn how to create the team, you need to learn how to keep the team inspired and moved and touched all the time so that they are with you, not for the race, 
but for the praise and to what's to come. So that takes art and skill, right? So we all go back down, train yourself, educate yourself, be responsible for it. So how do you vet a potential client, you know, because as a salesperson, you want to close the deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's hypothetically, if you have a client that um, is successful mm-hmm. and reaches out to you, mm-hmm. wants to be more successful than they currently are, yet isn't humble and they know it all. Um, how do you vet that and how do you respond in that situation where you have somebody who's not coachable, who's not teachable, yet they want your help and they you know outwardly they're saying hey i want to engage you in this coaching relationship number one is that i don't ever want to say give up on people because nobody's a hopeless case right and to your example which is really great because that's a great challenge to a lot of people people usually shy away and run away from that when they feel the wall of the person not being penetrable trainable but now if you learn Like, what is the personality makeup of the person? And how do you really get them to listen to you such that they respect you? Then you now have an access. And now after the access to them, you could now actually create a conversation with them such that they can really hear you. So when I say the four different personality types, Eric, it truly is. Four different personality types listen differently, receive information differently. So number one is to learn. Number two really have a very unthreatening conversation like when you approach your communication relationships as there's nothing wrong or right good or bad people are naturally going to feel safe with you and so you can take them to the journey of where they can really see themselves like oh my god i didn't see that that is that's actually taking people to where they are blind where they have the blind spots now that takes coaching That takes a certain person to be really committed and very, very being a champion of the other person. So that's why we call ourselves the Champions Institute. We're always a champion to someone's needs. So there's no human being that's hopeless. What's really there is people give up too easily sometimes. You kind of just touched on something I've been wondering, but the name, the Champions Institute, I want to hear more about kind of where that came from, what the inspiration was behind um, that specific word champion. Mm -hmm. So what does it really mean? The Champions Institute was so perfectly coined by my business partner, and I really think the most appropriate because we do want to create champions in the world, whether they're champions in their own family, in their own self, in their businesses professionally, right? So what does it take to be a champion? Is it being unstoppable? It's being humble? Is it being standing for another person, being committed? It's all that and more. So very apt, very appropriate, and that keeps us very focused on what we are delivering and what our mission and vision is, Dallin. So really been blessed with that name, and it's never been taken yet. So the Champions Institute, or we call it the TCIChampions.com. So I would say it's all meant to be ours. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. No, I love it. You know, a champion is somebody who never gives up. No, you know they they continue fighting and clawing and scratching and mm-hmm. improving and refining, mm-hmm. growing, learning, mm-hmm. adopting. Uh, that's the heart of a champion. Yeah, and being clear. Clarity is always the key. Clear, having clarity on what your purpose really is. What are you really committed to? What's your passion? Right. It's all about that. And when you are clear about your purpose in life, 
you will go, we will leave this earth really being very fulfilled and yet busy and happily so. Like you can say, I'll never retire because to me work is play right now. Like mm. being here with you is just fun. I'm just having a great conversation looking at both of you. Yeah, we're having a great time too. <laughs> Thank you. How do you help somebody get clear who, uh, you know, they're successful, they're in the work, they're uh, doing good things in the world, and they still don't feel like they have total alignment. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you help somebody get clear on what they're committed to? So the number one is to really have access to the person, have them be comfortable with you in conversation. This is where connection matters, building the relationship. And number two, just ask questions. You'll be surprised at how simple questions sometimes can be that the other person actually is surprised by. It can just be as clear as, Eric, what do you really want in your life? What do you want to do? What lights you up? Right? What calls to you? What makes you happy every every time you wake up in the morning? What calls you? Because people sometimes can wake up lit up or they can wake up like, oh, I didn't pass away last night. I survived, right? <laughs> so two different perspectives, two different experiences, and yet both equally impactful in the quality of the life. So always be able to connect with the other person. Number two, always be very sincerely interested in the other person and people will open up themselves because people do want to be self-expressed they just never had the opportunity to with the right person who can access that in them so this is what we teach how do you become a master communicator and connector that's awesome Mm -hmm. is there anything else that we've missed on before we get closing up here that you want to touch on for our listeners uh the one thing that I really want is to bring it back. Like, how do you get to connect with us? So our website is tcichampions.com. Or if you can put in the full name, the championsinstitute.com, that takes you the same place. So connect with us, Facebook, LinkedIn, we're there. TCI Champions on Facebook, LinkedIn, and feel free to Call us, let us know anytime what you need help with. We offer, you know, free strategies, planning session anytime. And not to lure people in, but we really sincerely want everybody to be empowered in this day and age, right? It's a little challenging for that. I want to touch on one more thing. You mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that you're the president of a women's speaking association. Um, would would love to give you the opportunity to just kind of share what you're doing to empower women, to give women their voice, to support women entrepreneurs, because um, I think that's a, a, a beautiful thing that you're doing. And would just love to give you the opportunity to give a little voice to what you are doing. And maybe there's somebody listening out there that could be a part of that. Thank you. So the Women Speakers Association is an international global organization where women, only women gets to hold the mic and get their message out. So it's now on its 11th year, past the 10th year anniversary. So what it does is that we have women in 125 countries in the world who are members of this organization. And so whether you're an aspiring speaker locally or internationally, there's a place for you here. If you are looking to be a book author or you're an author and wanting to get your message out there, be heard and seen, this is the place for you. Or women entrepreneurs who are really needing support and getting other women to promote them in their businesses. 
increasing visibility in the marketplace, then the Women Speakers Association is the place for you. Now, we added on another position, like who I am in Arizona is that I'm the global business connector of the entire state of Arizona. So that means to say that I am accountable for bringing women together and helping every woman have a community. So we will promote with each other because inside communities, magic happens. That's where businesses grow. And women's energy is very different and distinct. So every woman out there right now has a place to be where they belong. It's beautiful. That's Thank awesome. You. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. Um, well, before we get closing up, Emmy, um, we've got a quick little game we're going to play with you. Okay. And so how it's going to work is we have a list of 20 questions that we're going to ask you, and you have a minute to answer as many of them as you can. Okay. And we'll see how you square up against other guests we've had on the show. Um, you can start us off in three, two, one. Your dream vacation. Mm, Hawaii. First thing you'd buy if you won a million dollars. Build a school. Favorite hobby. Reading. If there was an Olympic competition for everyday activities, what activity would you have a good chance at winning a medal in? Hmm. Swimming. A song you've been jamming to lately. Oh, Christian songs, praise songs. If you live to be 100, would you rather have the mind or the body of your prime self? Mind. Your favorite holiday? Spain. Favorite ice cream flavor? Oh, Rocky Road. Favorite fictional character? Favorite picture of my character? Mm. I would say Einstein. Uh, Favorite smell? Mm. Gardenia. What's your nickname? Emmy. Uh, Pet peeve? Cleaning my plate. Your favorite restaurant? Chinese. Chinese food. Do they have some uh, authentic food here? Or or is it not as good as back home? Yes. Depends where you live in the valley. Right. Any uh, any particular restaurants in general as a reference for us? I love Georgian Sons. Okay. Mm -hmm. And if you're in the West uh, Valley in Central Phoenix, it will be... um, there's a Kwa Thai, a Thai place that I really love. Mm-hmm. Awesome. We uh, we interviewed somebody a couple months ago that did uh, the Philippine pig roasting, the lechon. Yeah, that's right. Brian with lechon roasting. That's right. Um, yeah, learned a lot about the Philippine cuisine with yeah. them. Yeah, that's funny. Awesome. Well, Emmy, um, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing all of your valuable knowledge with us. Um, it was super awesome to get to know you mm-hmm. and to learn more about the business. So hopefully our listeners um, learned as much as we did today. So you've already shared with us um, where we can connect more with you. So hopefully um, everyone can reach out and, and just connect. Like you said, there's a free re- webinar for anyone that's interested in just learning a bit more. We do. And then if they decide to take the course, the Sales Accelerator course, mm-hmm. we have a $200 a discount so if because they're listening to you they can put in the promo code win w-i-n so use that and then all your listeners will get the discount awesome perfect well thanks again emmy we've uh, loved having you on today my pleasure guys all the best okay you're doing great work thank you all right you're have a good week everyone we'll catch you next time Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. Just a few things before we go. First off, if you or someone you know is an entrepreneur in the East Valley, we'd love to have you on the show. Please get in touch with us by emailing us at localhustlerspodcast at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram at localhustlerspodcast. You can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn for the latest news and updates. 
Also, if you enjoyed the show, please take a few seconds to rate and review and hit that subscribe button. It lets us know how we're doing and helps us grow so we can reach more locals, entrepreneurs, and help small businesses grow. Thanks, guys.